Hey everybody, we have a sweet little bonkers re-release for you ahead of next week's season finale, Urban Legends. To give us a hand in covering such an immense topic, we wanted to first give you this look at how urban legends are working in the modern days of the viral internet very different and in many ways the same as the oral tradition of passing on sensational rumors. Next week, we're going to look at the discovery and scholarship that led to our understanding of how urban legends work. And we've also got you covered with some of my patented poetic drama all about the holy, scary stories to tell in the dark book series, and of course, much, much more. So please enjoy this ludicrous modern legend to see how it formed and spread, and how these urban legends can, like moral panics, cover up more important and complicated issues with a story too good to be true. Here it is, the Momo Suicide Challenge. And join us next week for our deep dive into urban legends. You ever notice how finding time and energy to do the most basic human necessity, eat literal food, has become just another exhausting task jammed into our increasingly inhuman schedules? Well, your spring can be a little more stress-free with Factor. Factor will provide you with delicious, never frozen, ready to eat gourmet meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. Each week, you get to choose from a menu of 35 options to create your perfect breakfast, lunch, or dinner with absolutely no prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. And Factor makes sure you get exactly what you want. You can tailor deliveries to your schedule and customize how many meals you want each and every week, and you can pause anytime. So just head to factormeals.com slash American Hysteria 50 and use code American and Hysteria 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code American Hysteria 50 at factormeals.com slash American Hysteria 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Check out Factor today. On these mini-episodes, we'll be exploring the strangest viral phenomena of the World Wide Web. I'm your host, Chelsea Weber-Smith, and this is American Hysteria. A very frightening-looking figure is telling them, you should kill yourself, and this is how. When a 12-year-old girl was stabbed nearly to death by two of her classmates in 2014, reports surfaced that the two young suspects were under the influence of a powerful internet urban legend. The character known as Slenderman is the darling child of something called Creepypasta, which is essentially a collection of original scary stories that have accumulated over time. Shared on message boards like Reddit, 4chan, and Tumblr, the lore expanded out by those who interact with the legends, spawning fan fiction, doctored photographs, videos, and games, 
all within the universe where the stories are completely true. That's a big part of the phenomenon of creepypasta. You interact with the stories while suspending your disbelief. You make a choice to believe. Slender Man has long arms and legs, a white featureless face. He's a too tall figure wearing a suit, lurking always in the background, waiting to abduct children. Both girls responsible for the attempted murder later stated that they had believed that they needed to become something called proxies to Slenderman, and that this act, this killing of their friend, would give them access to Slenderman's mansion inside a Wisconsin national forest and would gain them good favor with him, who they believed could kill their entire family in three seconds. This incident sparked a brief moral panic about the character of the Slender Man, about creepypasta, about the internet's effect on young people and what it could make them do. But the creature is not just scary. It's her message that has child psychologists concerned. It, it just, uh, it's spiraling faster than honestly than they can control. We want to warn our viewers they may find the image we're about to show to be disturbing. Police officials say it advises kids to inflict self-harm or she'll put a curse on them. The Momo Challenge is the latest example of viral meme that is allegedly attached to a teenage suicide game on the popular messaging app WhatsApp. Momo, in case you haven't seen a picture of this creature, is definitely scary with wide, manic, bugged-out eyes and an unnaturally wide V-shaped smile, stringy brown hair, her breasts attached directly to big chicken legs. Yeah, it's awful. Both Slenderman and Momo are perfect examples of the Uncanny Valley effect that we talked about in our episode about phantom clowns last season. That repulsion, that creeped-out feeling you get when you see something resembling a human that's not quite human, like a doll, wax statue, or animatron. I first started writing about this Momo panic back in July of 2018, when the picture of Momo began spreading on the English-speaking web starting with a Reddit post titled Momo that reached the front page. The image of Momo was quickly found to be an art piece created by a Japanese artist and then posted on his Instagram, but that did nothing to stop the legend from growing. The story, which has recently surged into even greater popularity, claims that someone or something is creating objectives for those they target by accessing their personal information. The game eventually leads to a dramatic ending with encouragements of self-harm and, finally, suicide. The evidence for this alleged game popped up last year when police in Buenos Aires looked into a possible connection to a WhatsApp user and the suicide of a young girl, confirmed by the Buenos Aires Times. In late July, a 12-year-old girl outside the city did commit suicide and filmed the events leading right up to her death. She was allegedly texting a person called Momo, who had the profile picture I just mentioned. They believe the perpetrator's intention was to upload the video to social media as part of a challenge aimed at crediting the Momo game for the girl's suicide. And then the deaths of two young men in India were also reported by local media to be tied to the Momo game challenge in August of 2018. And the same goes for the suicide of a 16-year-old boy in Colombia, but nothing substantial came from any of these rumors. But in late February of this year, the rumor started again. A Twitter user posted the message. Warning, please read, this is real. There's a thing called Momo that's instructing kids to kill themselves. She attached a screenshot of a Facebook post that reads, INFORM EVERYONE YOU CAN, in all caps, and it was shared 22,000 times. 
And then Kim Kardashian West really set this thing on fire when she posted on Instagram to her 129 million followers. Here's my best Kim Kardashian. Parents, please be aware and very cautious of what your child watches on YouTube and kids' YouTube. There's a thing called Momo that's instructing kids to kill themselves, turn stoves on while everyone is asleep, and even threatening to kill the children if they tell their parents, please help. Soon the Daily Mail's headline read, quote, seven-year-old boy tells his school friends doll-like creature would kill them in their sleep. And the Sun's read, Momo suicide game warning after schoolboy seven, told pals the creepy character would kill them in their beds. Then the local news all over begins sounding the Momo alarm. Likely mixing with the Elsagate scandal, the current real issue of bizarre, unnerving, and sometimes even violent and sexually suggestive content being snuck into kids' YouTube videos, the Momo challenge was reported to be hidden among kids' videos of Peppa Pig and Fortnite. More after this. Though no harm to any children or teenagers has been confirmed by any law enforcement agency, and YouTube found no such nefarious Momo videos encouraging suicide, educators all over the world have spoken with children about the dangers of the Momo challenge. The reports of this game are incredibly similar to those that circulated in 2016, first in Russia and then in the United States, about something called the Blue Whale Game. Today we're going to be talking about the Blue Whale Challenge also referred to as a silent house, a sea of whales. The name comes from whales who beach themselves and die. Unlike other social media challenges, this challenge is a sinister one. The challenge is established through social media. A curator directs the team to carry out 50 tasks over 50 days. They get worse as the challenge continues. News stories purported that 130 suicides in Russia had been linked to the game, though there's no proof whatsoever of these claims, which continue to be repeated to this day. The Momo panic has become far more viral than the Blue Whale game ever did, and the reason, I think, is this one is accompanied by an uncanny villain, a new boogeyman to encounter in our nightmares, an entity to blame. If you've been listening to American Hysteria for a while, you know that there's always been strange new teen trends to point the finger at when it comes to the state of teenage mental health. The Momo and Blue Whale challenges are just online versions of the Dungeons and Dragons moral panic that we talked about in our Satanic Panic series, as D&D and its hypnotic satanic power was believed to be the cause of several suicides in the 1980s, including one of a young closeted boy rejected by his fundamentalist family. Timothy Grice, 21, shotgun suicide. The detective report noted, D&D became a reality. Irving Bink Pulling, 16, an avid D&D player, a suicide. Daniel and Stephen Irwin, 16 and 12, a murder and a suicide. The police said they were obsessed with the game. James Allen Kirby, 14 years old, charged with killing his junior high school principal and wounding three other people. Police are blaming D&D. That strange new role-playing game, the first of its kind, became an easy thing to blame for a deeply painful, deeply complicated, and all-too-common tragedy that was and is still so misunderstood. As we have also covered, marijuana was once said to cause teenage suicide in the 1930s, as was rock music and heavy metal with its apparent backwards commands to teens to kill themselves. 
Suicide is still the second leading cause of death among adolescents. But as mental health becomes less and less taboo, as we start to treat it seriously and with care, we can stop blaming things like the Momo Challenge and D&D. Nine out of 10 teenagers show clear warning signs before attempting suicide, and 90% of those that do were suffering with an untreated mental illness. Outside of self-harm, we can look to the Slenderman stabbing, that attempted murder, and the sentences of the two preteens responsible, both of whom will be under psychiatric supervision for most of the rest of their lives, both diagnosed with serious mental illnesses that were unaddressed at the time of the violence. Nonetheless, much attention was focused on Slenderman and his influence, going as far as calling the incident, you guessed it, a satanic ritual, just like they once said of Dungeons and Dragons. As in the case of Creepypasta, where readers consciously suspend their disbelief for entertainment value, we certainly suspend ours unconsciously in the real world when it comes to believing in the sensational over the real. What can parents do? I mean, how are they supposed to know if their children are involved in something like this? It can be kind of hard. Are there any signs? So look for signs of, uh, you know, distress in your child, dropping grades, loss of appetite, uh, seemingly withdrawn or agitated, especially after being on their smartphone. Rather than figure out ways to better talk to young people about their mental health, to better accept their problems and face the fact that their issues are real and legitimate, we prefer to spread B-horror movie plots and blame internet strangers who can apparently control their every action with just a simple, mysterious text. Don't they deserve more credit than that? But that's what moral panics do. They give us something unreal to fight against so that we don't have to face the difficult work of figuring out real solutions to our complicated national problems. And if you're still nervous about the humanoid bird known as Momo, the artist who created the sculpture feels a responsibility, a solemnity about what his creation became. He told reporters, quote, It doesn't exist anymore. It was never meant to last. It was rotten and I threw it away. The children can be reassured Momo is dead. She doesn't exist and the curse is gone. That is, until the next one comes. Friends, hello. I'm Mike Rignetta, the host of Never Post, a new and independent news podcast about and for the internet. In addition to bringing you the latest in current events, we try to figure out why the internet and the world because of the internet is the way it is. How did influencers destroy tween fashion? What is posting disease and how do you ensure you don't catch it? From what device must one send important emails? We talk about what's going on online and ask together why. Why are we like this? Find Never Post wherever you get your podcasts.